0: All right, today we are going to talk about the business of education. Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. We are at G3 with Marcus Pittman, Chocolate Knox. I'm back again. You're back. I like this show. Oh, I like that you like this show. I <laughs>
1: do.
0: You're I'm like a big my. Big fan of the show, the biggest fan of the show. That's important to me because you're like my mentor.
1: Oh, oh well. Is that why I'm here? It's so you can be blamed for when it goes <laughs> when wrong. It goes, I, hey, you know what? This is such a good show. I will take the responsibility for when this show goes bad. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That happened 100 show. shows ago. And I'm going to tell you why I like this show so much. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, now, I don't believe that. It went for one bit. But the reason I like this show so much is that you're ahead of your game, man. You really are. Thank um, you. And we've been talking to uh, C12 people, uh, Mike Sherrill and a few other folks, and the conversations that we've had in private about why Christians need to engage in business, um, the Bob Food that we talked to recently about some of the persecutions happening with our brothers and sisters out in China, what Christian businesses, uh, the influence they have. Like, when you talk about being successful, it's not just for the purpose of saying, hey, like in the charismatic sense, I'm rich. No, no, this is more about this is how we spread the gospel. This is how we can protect our brothers and sisters that are out there in China. Look, I love you, but I'm not going to do business with you if you're going to treat Christians this way. Mm, you got a great product, but I don't care that much about it. I love my brothers and sisters more. You can't make those kind of decisions if you're not in a position that does, that has a company <laughs> that does business like that. So those are things that you've been saying and you've been talking about um, way before we've had those conversations in the background. And so I just appreciate your insights on this, and I appreciate what you're doing to help Christians get in those positions so that the gospel can spread in more than just one genre amen,
0: you know, amen. of the kingdom. Yeah. Now, Marcus, you tell me something great about me.
2: Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, I, I, okay. I have seen that. I've, I've seen this show recently, like this week. And I was like, man, like, Matt has, like, this confidence about him when he does his show now and stuff. Oh, that's yeah, he,
1: fi- he hot fire.
2: Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah.
1: I got so the soundboard on your show, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, So we're just going to end the show right here. Yeah, it can't, not, <laughs> it can't get better. can't get better than yeah. <laughs> yeah. that. No.
2: So
0: where are we at, Matt? Well, we are at first talking about Kingsman grooming products. Uh, sponsor of the show, a listener of the show, and a great uh, Christian brother. Okay. There's a threefold reason why you should go to kingsmengroomingpros.com. One? One, they are a Christian company, and that we should be supporting Christian companies that are building, that are looking to further the kingdom of God. Two, they have phenomenal products mm. that you already use beard products hair products leather products boots bags all those things you might as well keep it in the family yeah. and three you get 10 percent off when you put htbt in the the show Yeah, uh, mm. so
1: they support you as number that, three that's right that's right so support wow. the people who support us yes yeah, yeah. just
0: support everyone yeah Yes. Yeah. so go over to kingsmangroomingpros.com
1: okay, i need to get some of that product You do? It's fantastic. I use it on my
0: beard. It's wonderful. Really? I never used product before. I never got it. why your
1: beard's looking so juicy? That's right. (laughs) Okay, brother. It makes sense now.
0: (laughs) And what did you used to ask me to do to my beard? Make it uh, sharp? Crispy. Crispy. Make it crisp. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Crisp crisp it up. You know what that means. No, I still don't know what that means. I got some clippers at the house when we get there. Uh I can line up your beard and get that joker crispy. You're going to reform my beard? (laughs) Well... Yeah, I'm a post mill that beer. That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> and the last contractual obligation I have to do for now is say that we are part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network, cross You can see in the background for those watching on YouTube, go over to FightLaughfeast.com, put in HGBT in the drop down, you'll get a sweet 15 ounce mug, tons of great content with Chocolate Knox, who produces all of it. Right? <laughs> is there anything you don't produce uh... on there? Yeah, he does it all. <laughs> yeah. So you know it's all great. So go over there to flfnetwork.com, put in HGBT. All right, so I want to talk about on this show, something that Marcus and I were talking about at lunch in the business of education. And a little background on this from why I want to talk about it is because it seems like there's this kind of hedging or moat that's getting created around academia. And we were kind of just trying to spitball on why. And first I want to ask our host is, do you get that sense too that there is like this elite circle in Christianity specifically that is almost kind of putting the gates around themselves to keep people that aren't in the club from rising up in business and in education and things
1: like that. Interesting, Marcus. Oh yeah, absolutely. What would be what would be your example of that?
2: Uh, well, I think one of the examples that we were talking about earlier was just in terms of like uh, like academia. So one 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 of the one of the things we were talking about was, was our Scott Clark's tweet this week when he was talking about how elders of my church don't have uh, an accredited degree they haven't gone through the seminary system yeah and he said some people see that as a feature not a bug as a, and and that's why we should it should be a problem like cuz he's saying it is a bug and people are seeing it as a feature but I don't see that the seminary education system is what qualifies a man to be a pastor or to be... No, the church does. The
1: church does. Yeah.
2: Especially, like, raising up men locally, especially, like, uh, at Christchurch, the way they do it. I through, love that system. Through uh, Greyfriars yeah. and stuff like Grace that.
1: But they, yeah, they still send them to NSA. They get their of languages course. and other things like that. Yeah. So it's not being opposed to education. It's about who has the authority to qualify this man for the ministry that he's engaging in.
2: That's right. And what yeah.
1: is
0: gracefire for those that don't know?
1: Greyfriars is basically a... Um, i think i think the church runs it it's a, a, a seminary school for man but it's really seminary through engaging in church business Oh, practical so seminary it's practical seminary the church is the one who's doing it the church is the one who's leading uh the conversation and so they're learning their languages they're learning how to preach they're learning how to uh, exegete scripture they're learning how to do um everything uh through the church and not some sanitized when i went to seminary One of the things the first thing that i picked up on was that this is such a sanitary environment to learn how to go to war from you know (laughs) know, i'm going to have bullets flying at my head Mm -hmm. i'm going to engage in real life situations and i'm learning about um you know how to do that and it's such a sanitized world and it doesn't life is messy it's not sanitized that way and so men come out of seminary and they have this um uh romanticized idea of how it's supposed to go because they only learn these tec- techniques and tactics inside a sanitized environment and the people who learned and teaching these techniques never tried them in the real world
0: Gotcha. you know right. what I mean yeah, and, and so right.
1: th- you're wondering like why isn't this working why are my people leaving me why you know <laughs> why is this so well that's actually how it really operates as a pastor mm-hmm. and then so um, you know I, I realized that that sanitized environment we have too much of it They're, and I think they know that which is why they require so many hours of outside 124 hours. Okay, go. But that this backwards. Mm-hmm. This backwards. It goes the other way around. You know. And so, uh, I, I agree. that the, there are some seminaries, some churches, who are or some seminaries, should I say, who are trying to uh, uh, ward off the idea that it's just about us qualifying people. So we can train you, but the church has to give the call. Yeah, that's right. The, that's right. The church has to be the one to say we want this person. Um, to come here, we need that pastor to come here. We're calling that pastor. Uh, so I think they're, they're, they see that as a problem too. But I think they're trying to fight it. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of the seminaries, they just we kind of got it backwards. The seminaries aren't accountable anymore to the churches in that way. That's right. No, you that's know?
2: absolutely true. I think um, w- w- one of the concerns that we were talking about was accreditation. So if somebody would say like like uh, my pastor James White, his college degree isn't quote accredited. And then, uh, and then <laughs> James White ain't
1: got an it accredited. <laughs> it's not college degree, right? So James White ain't got a credit college yeah. degree. Nobody's college degree matters. He's not educated interested. enough. But yeah, see,
2: we were talking about like, has anybody ever looked at like what the requirements for accreditation is? Like, for example, having a a, a financial aid department on staff, H R department, or H R department, yeah. or but specifically in the financial financial aid department, you're you're saying you need in order to have. Uh, an approved degree you need a department that works to take money from the government to fund your school right like that's that 's part of what make would have made james white 's doctorate you know acceptable you know and there's there's other accreditation departments. well yeah because so part of have, accreditation don 't have that, have
1: that. Yeah, part of accreditation is your peers saying you 're good enough to be on our level yeah and that 's really what i mean ultimately yeah. at, the, at the end of the day that 's really what accreditation is and you so you can have i was just talking to somebody about having. Local accreditation. That's what you would think. You would want
2: accreditation to be. Well, yeah, but But that's not always what it
1: is. Right, because what they're saying is, we want to know the standard in which by accreditation really works. If you don't have an HR department, then do you really? Is that something to hold against somebody for accreditation, or is it really about the education? And so it's not always about the education. Right. And so people can use that to let certain schools that they don't like into a certain accreditation area. For instance, there's some schools that can have national accreditation but don't have any local accreditation because the local folks don't really like them that much.
2: Right, that's right.
1: (laughs) So they can be accredited locally and not be accredited uh, accredited nationally and not be accredited locally. And so, I I mean, those are things to care about. But to me, those things to care about if you are looking for certain careers as a minister, those are not things to care about. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, in the time, in this business world, right? So in the time that we're in now, accreditation just don't matter no more. Yeah. The product the product is what matters it's now. It's the work
2: you do. You know?
0: Right, it is the work you do. And so to go back to what R Scar Clark was saying is that some people look at it as a benefit. What is the word he actually used? Uh, a feature. It's not a feature, a bug. not a bug. I don't think it's either. I think some people maybe it will benefit them, some people it wouldn't. Yeah. But right. it's not something to say like, oh you're automatically like, not qualified.
2: I know. Me personally, I should not have gone to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Middle school, high school. Uh, I should homeschool would have been perfect for me, and then uh, yeah, college. I was terrible at college. I hated it. Um, but they once hated I, you, Marcus. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But they took my money though. <laughs> that's <laughs> usually when you know you're in the wrong place <laughs> when you hate money. it and they hate you. Yeah. But, but will take your money. Yeah, we'll take your money. But uh, but for me, it was once I actually got out there into the real world and had to, had to fight to survive. I mean, you know, like I went out there yeah. with Wretched, got fired after two weeks. I yeah. had to decide, do I want to sell cell phones or do I want to, you know, make videos? Like that yeah. was, you know, the mm-hmm. choice I had to make. And it wasn't until I was placed in that situation. No amount of college could have prepared me for getting fired after two weeks of moving away from your yeah. like no no college education can prepare you for that or how to how to uh you know come back from that and so and so that's what you know for me i, I had opportunity at my job last year to hire somebody and i was going through resumes and and my boss was sending me <laughs> resumes that wait she, wait, wait
1: yeah this, this this is hilarious so a guy who drops out of college mm-hmm. gets into a, a high-end Media company, yes, and is hiring people who have college degrees. Yes, just want to just want to bring yes. that up. So, okay, so yeah. my <laughs> boss was
2: sending res. They were going to her email, and she was sending me the resume she liked the best. And it was all always film school, film school, film school. And so I I was rejecting them, yeah, uh, not because they went to film school, but because their the work that they sent was awful. Right, and and uh and so I said, please stop sending me stuff. Uh, they go to film school. So I asked one guy um, when I was doing the interview. He did go to film school. And uh, the first question I asked is, why did you go to film school as opposed to just hustling and making stuff and putting stuff out on YouTube and stuff? And and he, and he the answer he gave me was pretty much, you know, I just wanted to, um, you know, learn how to do this. So, the, so essentially the answer he gave was, well, I'm not self-motivated. <laughs> 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 essentially it's just you know i wanted people to do the stuff for me i wanted everything to be provided for me yeah right Things, not to, it, in yeah, things <laughs> not to say in an interview yeah things <laughs> not to say in an interview right that's right. the hot tip of the, right. the show yeah he didn't get hired I, but i wound up hiring a guy who um who uh didn't have a college film degree and was just excited and passionate about doing the work yeah and uh, he took out a loan to buy his own camera gear and stuff for his family,
1: <laughs> because he believed in his own. Yeah. He you know. he
2: knew that if he took out the loan, he would there would be, there would be a risk, and he'd have to he it would force him, to take it seriously and do it. Yeah. So that's as what he told me, and um and his stuff was good and he wound up replacing me after I left, but he didn't have a college degree. Mm-hmm. Um. So still haven't found a guy with a college film <laughs> school degree. Well, that's though. one of those
1: interesting ones because it, it, the work tells on you really quick. There's nowhere to hide. Mm-hmm. Right now. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. That's it. So I just wanted to say, so we would all agree that an education isn't necessary anymore in today's world. I would say education is extremely essential. Education necessary. is necessary. Yeah. College edgy higher. What do you want? The universities?
1: D- uh, no, no, no. I just say to, p- to pick the right place to get an education from. Okay. You and what too. is the right place? Um, YouTube, you know what? YouTube, I miss. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm of the mind, I want, uh, somebody who's been discipled. in the same way that Greyfriars work, where they're they're following and working with the pastor to learn how to be a pastor. Okay, that they're getting an extremely high end education, mm-hmm. but they're getting it from somebody who's in it, who knows it, who's mastered it. You know, who's put in more than forty to fifty thousand hours doing this thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so I just want to say that not everybody deserves to have. That type of uh, 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 money thrown at them to be to learn from, and so you need to. Find, I went to Darren Doan. I said, "You're a filmmaker. You made over almost 500 music videos. Show me how to make movies. Teach me the craft. Show me the." And he wasn't just showing me how to make music videos. He was teaching me the business of music videos. Hey, you get twenty thousand dollars. How much of that do you need to keep in your pocket? Preferably all of it. So you need to make that videos for as little as possible. And you need to make the video that makes it look like it's three times more expensive than what you can. You know what I mean? He, yeah, and yeah. He's, he's right, walking right. you through the business of this.
0: So you were educated by apprenticeship, not educated by That's right. university. That's, right. That's and right. So would you say that it's not required to go to university, but you could. But you could also do it through apprenticeship. It's not required anymore for most things. I, I,
2: th- I think anything, any job can be apprenticeship. Any job. Yeah. So I would doctors, say. Doctors, lawyers. Yeah, absolutely. Especially doctors. Like that's. Isn't, isn't, I, I don't agree. I, I mean, don't disagree with that. Isn't that uh what, uh what. What do they call that when they, that period when they're. They're, they're doing internships. it anyway. They're doing their yeah. apprenticeships. They call it residency. Residency. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that that's essentially apprenticeship. But there's
1: a place that they have to get to get to, get to that point. Right. Right. I'm, I'm saying the comp-
2: start them younger and just have them do the, the residency a, longer. Yeah. You that's know, if you have point. a teenager in your church, if you're a doctor and you have a teenager in your church that's really into it, healthcare and medical school,
1: let them spend some time in the office and do paperwork. And okay, stuff. let me push back on that's this. That's ideally a bit. what you would do. Government won't let you do that. No, no, of course, no. But, we, we don't live in that world. Matter of fact, when that's done over in other countries and they come over here to America, they don't respect any of their doctor degrees or anything like that. Right. So, I think the reason that we have a problem with universities for the most part is because the thing that's supposed to be the unit, the unifying thing, Jesus Christ, isn't there. So then all of a sudden what you have is you have these fractions in separate different rooms Uh that are all supposed to be pointing to Jesus Christ so you can understand how his world operates and works. But instead it's become a fractured universe, a fractureversity. You know, it's not a university, it's fractured. So then you have all these separate things that don't point to the main thing. Mm -hmm. This is Jesus Christ's world. This is, uh, he's Lord. And so you need to know how to operate it when it comes to science, when it comes to literature, when it comes to arts, when it comes. And so the reason that there's a conflict I think that we have with, university education is that it, the unit doesn't the unit isn't there anymore the foundation is gone foundation right, right. to unify not acting
0: logically we
1: need to unify all of these topics under the lordship of Jesus Christ and when you do that your education is robust mm, right and yeah. it's vast but when you don't do that what you end up getting is a fractured you don't know why this is connected to that. You don't know why science works if you don't have a religion department to tell you about the lordship of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. You know, these things are important, and so the you—that's know, why I think there's a conflict here because I'm not opposed to universities. Yeah. I'm opposed to how they operate in order to communicate education. That's really good. You know, I does like that make that. sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, that's let right.
0: me—I want to push back on Marcus a little bit. So, some of you may have heard this, some of you may have not, but Marcus just had open heart surgery. Yes. Woo! Thank you, Couple Jesus, weeks for bro. bringing him back. Uh, Hallelujah! Woo! Organ. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, a, month a month ago. A month ago, and you ago are Tuesday. here in the flesh, walking around, eating Chick Fil A. Yeah. How are you feeling? <laughs> I, f-
2: I feel really good, man. I, uh, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the downward. The down. I got two weeks left. No, no, no. Recover. You're on the upward. The upward. The yeah. upward.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, hey. So I'm doing good. Come on, Jesus.
2: I this is a, what's
0: missing in my show.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got
2: two of the largest adult heart valves in me hey,
1: possible. What else got I do for so, you, brother? Uh, I, I, G3. I, I,
2: I was told that I do not have an aortic aneurysm. Ooh. I just have a very large aorta. He
1: ain't got an aortic aneurysm, whatever Ooh, that was. He's doing good.
2: Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Can and you run and, yet? Me and the wife walked two miles.
1: Ah, oh, he didn't walk two miles. <laughs>
2: Come on now. Felt great. Felt went, great. Went shopping six went hours. Went shopping.
1: <laughs> yeah. And made it to the G3 conference. And made it to the G3 That's conference. what I'm talking about. Yeah, you so all right I'm over little, there, Matt? Oh, <laughs> gosh. I love it so much. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I got more energy than Probably since you've known me. Yeah. I think. Well, here's what's crazy. Like, so, I
1: think you said you've been operating off of what? Like 30? 10%. 10%, 10, 30%. 10 per- yeah. Marcus, wow. you've been out here kicking butt in the film world and working, <laughs> building ministries and on 10%. Yeah. Lord have mercy to see what happens when you get yeah. 90 more.
2: That's because you don't know, because it doesn't happen all at once. Yeah. So you just think, oh, man, I'm out of shape.
1: Well, <laughs> but, that's probably true, too. That's probably <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah breach it but, but yeah. there's a reason because yeah. the brother couldn't run <laughs> <laughs> the brother couldn't walk yeah. <laughs> okay that's enough that. okay so
0: here's the pushback i want to say you <laughs> are saying that you would want or prefer medical doctors to not go to medical school yes. would you be comfortable with a doctor who didn't go that's to good, traditional routes to open your uh chest
2: cavity well it depend. i mean like well when you say like tradition didn't go through
1: traditional routes
2: like what like what does that mean like how
0: things are today
2: but
1: would you want an Ethiopian doctor who uh-huh. didn't go to college had some like, potions you know, in the background who's done like six or seven of these before maybe thirty are you yeah, comfortable without sure. him being accredited? If he's yeah. done it, and like you what's know, what's wrong
2: with you people?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say I'm not letting him operate on you, Marcus. I love <laughs> you better than you. I'm just saying. Well, so but but is your but 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 is the
2: assumption that if they don't, if they're not in the in the college system, they, they can't become skilled at what they? Do. I'm not saying no, no, someone not unskilled. Assumption. No,
1: no, no. I, I'm saying that. I wouldn't let someone unskilled. I, I am even careful about the kind of mechanic that I let touch my car. And I want some sort of a credibility to that mechanic, so that if something does go wrong, I can hold him accountable, and he just ain't gone in the wind.
0: So you're saying by what standard?
1: That's right. I want some. I want some sort of, and I don't. And I, the reason I don't like this is because it's a double-edged sword. Because you started creating accreditations like this, and now you got to hold that up, make sure that they're holding to the right standard. Mm-hmm. But we do need, we do need some sort of loving your neighbor setup to say, yes, he's qualified to be operating and cutting you open with a knife to manage your heart.
2: Well, let's let's you say know? you're a doctor and you have a kid. Yeah, and your kid just has just followed you around since he was born, and I know that he can can do it. And he's been he's been taught by you and right, you know the way the way it was done back in the day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean by the time that kid's eighteen years old, he's got eighteen years of medical knowledge just from being your son. You know what I mean? There's two things I think to
1: bring up about that. There's one of them is that you're right because doctors aren't all just surgery right, right. Do- not all doctors to surgery there's, some, there's doctors that there's a vast variety of what kind of doctors we need out there yeah, and yeah. a lot of those traits can be surgery can be unique yep. yeah but but a person who's learned under a surgeon and knows all those details and can maybe be accredited by that surgeon he's approved by doctor so-and-so yeah. who's been approved just by like doc- elders right just like that's where i'm going yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. i'm thinking the same way then yeah i would have Full confidence to see his work, and who trust him to operate to say yes, he could do this. Mm-hmm. But I don't want—I don't want to say just because of the fact that we have accreditations a reason not to, you know. No, no, no. I want those checks and balances. They just don't all have to look the way that we've thought that they needed to look in order to be valid.
0: Got it. So there would yeah. still be some kind of accreditation process. It just wouldn't necessarily be after you went to school for eight years or however long you go. Right. I mean, an spend an hundreds
2: of thousands of dollars. For education
1: and stuff like that. My it buddy spent
0: $250,000 just to go through med school.
1: And you think, oh, I should feel safer now because he spent so much money. But that's really, he could have gotten that education. And but he could have been a C student. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, that's not... You don't yeah, ask that's their right. grades. That's right. right? That's yeah. a good point. Yeah.
0: And something else, just a quick tip I uh, heard from one of my colleagues whose husband's a surgeon, that you can request Sharp Tools because not all the time they come out with sharp tools. and that Oh, wait,
1: wait, wait, what?
0: Yeah, and that impacts your scarring. If it's, yeah. a, the less sharp it is, the more of a scar you're gonna have. Yeah,
1: well, everybody yeah. knows what it's like to cut with a dull knife.
0: Right, so there's actually companies that you can hire to come in and sharpen the tools to make that sure that they're legit. be just status
1: quo, are you kidding me?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Marcus, did you ask for sharp
2: tools? I have no idea. Let's see man. that scar and let's <laughs> try I'll, to guess. But I'll tell you, you know, it was interesting because, you know, when the surgeon came in and spoke to me and my wife for the first time, we never asked him. Like, we didn't ask. We just assumed uh-huh. that he was good. Uh, we didn't ask about the college degree. We, Isn't we knew that funny? He we was employed assume. by the hospital. We trusted the hospital. And we, we asked him because he said he needed to do two heart valve replacements instead of one. And my wife said, was there, was there like, a, a bigger risk to do two at the same time? And he said, not if I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like.
1: I like that. He's got the job. Yeah, he's yeah. got the job. Like, yeah. see, that
2: was more but his confidence, and like that he could do it was more important. Yeah, than he could have been like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio,
0: Catch Me If You Can, yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. just yeah. like conning everyone. But hey, at least he had the confidence, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, he was confident. <laughs> he was that a confidence guy. man, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but I think I think his his accreditation was based on the institution that hired him, right? Not so much. And other the institution hired him based on mm-hmm. his, his, his education, his accreditation. Okay, but. So ultimately, right, ultimately, when it comes to purchasing a product, mm-hmm. it didn't matter about his college degree. That that's thought. right. So that's it. right.
0: Yeah. And that's the truth with every profession. Mostly. They just look that you have it. They yeah. don't care how well you did or even necessarily what school you were, unless it's like the Ivy League schools. It's like, oh, you got it. Okay. Then I can keep you going through the process. And if I like you or not. Right. It's basically right. what it is. All right. So before, after we get back from this break, I want to talk about why is there this hedge the silo from the intellectuals, from keeping these kinds of things happening that we're talking about, these alternative Ah. ways of education, apprenticeship, like it was back in the old days, because I think there's some interesting things to consider with that. But first, we need to talk about our sponsor, faithfulcounseling.com. They are an on-demand counseling solution where they have licensed therapists, 3,000 of them, in the United States, where you can call them. And get them through text, video chat, through their web service, anytime, twenty-four hours a day. They can help you talk through depression, stress. And what's great is that they have Christian counselors that align with our faith, and you can have confidence that they uh, share your values. So if you go over to faithfulcounseling.com/htbt, you'll get ten percent off your first month. Go over to faithfulcounseling.com/htbt, get ten percent off, and get somebody to talk to that is a licensed professional that probably went to college and got. Are
2: registered.
1: they uh, approved by <laughs> ACBC? No, but they're approved by MAP, so that's all that really They're mean. approved
0: by me. <laughs> and, you know, it's an amazing thing, and I, uh, people get shocked by this, but I get a lot of emails, and I get a lot of people that come up, come up to me with mental health issues, depression, anxiety, and those things, because for some reason, entrepreneurs have these issues, and like, it, it like attracts people that have these issues. So I actually get a lot of emails about this kind of thing. So it's kind of cool to have a sponsor that matches that. Yeah, oh. that's awesome. All right, so there is, I think we've all agreed to this in the beginning, that there is this like circling of the wagons of protecting this higher education system, this current structure that we've created. And we've talked about, we don't need it necessarily for the, the professions that we have today. We don't need to go through these systems. There's a better way. Um, There is a cheaper way. (laughs) Um, So why is this pushback happening, do you guys think? Money. Money. Because it's a business, right? It's protecting the- Every
1: institution has to protect itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I don't think it's necessarily wrong to have an institution to do these things, but um, institutions don't change easily. They're like huge ships, um, military ships. Mm -hmm. You probably can get them to change, but it's gonna take a whole lot of people doing a whole lot of work. And when they even get it turned far left, it's gonna drift that way, um, so you can't see that change happening right away. But it still needs to happen because institutions, regardless of we like it, if, even if you reject their view of how they're doing it, you're still gonna have to create an institution to battle that one. Yeah. So you don't get away from institutionalism. But, but do on. you do you think, do you think
2: the price of education, especially from like an academic institution? is is over inflated of course it is <laughs> yeah
0: something <laughs> I mean, something i talk about on this show a lot is what value is and i admit but don't pray simp- the
1: prices dummy
0: yeah right well people do i mean I'm, do. I'm just like look because it's our culture it's Did if I you're going to be successful you need to go through the track the track is you yeah. get go to college right after high school. You do your four to six years or however long okay. it takes. Okay, you know
1: I'm sorry, Matt. Th- if people listen to shows like yours, they wouldn't have to do that. Amen. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not even being funny. I know. You are on this show. Have told people what success really looks like. Mm-hmm. And I think the Darren don't even. We talked about this. He's like, if, he's a successful filmmaker. He's like, if I if somebody comes to me and say, Hey, send my kids to film school. I look at them and say, Don't waste your money. Take ten thousand dollars that you would spend on this let them go make their own film and have to market that film and have to recoup that ten thousand dollars to the people they got it from yeah. he's like in the time that it takes them to do that they might do it over one year he's like they will have a full education on filmmaking and the business side of it they would have never gotten in four years of college yeah so yeah. um you know
0: that's exactly what marcus was saying with his interviews that he was doing right,
1: right? and so but that's thing. so when we start want to measure success and what you're gonna to have to talk about what is education for mm-hmm. and then then if that once you understand what education is for then how do you measure what success looks like
0: well i think simply we can just say it's a transfer of knowledge right that's what education e- yeah, is e-
1: education is a form of worship education is worship okay education is communing back to god what he's communicated to you so when when god says when, when you see something okay so god plants a garden eastward in eden mm-hmm. right he has these rivers flowing out of it go look and take and make that place, beautiful like this place. <laughs> yeah. right. And in order to do that, there's things you have to learn about that world out here. Your blueprint is what God has already made. So when we start talking about education, it's a form of worship.
0: So when you say worship, you mean it is an ex- a response to how we see God it, it, yeah, in our lives? Yeah, it's
1: covenant faithfulness, right? It's, it's, it's the, the fact that God has said, go do something. Go be fruitful and multiply. Go take dominion over the earth. And your first response is, Amen. Right. It's yes. Amen. Lord. And your second response is then to go do it. Mm -hmm. Right. To go. What is that thing? What interests you? What are your what are your what do you love? What what does what pushes your heart? Do you like to see the stars? Well, maybe you need to think about rockets. Maybe you think about um, some sort of glass that allows you to see stars closer. I mean, whatever your interests are, you're going to naturally find those things uh, to educate you to be able to fulfill those things yeah, um, that's good. And, and so but, but you'd only do that and it only works If your heart is bent towards worship towards God in that process I love the way pastor Toby talks about this is everywhere you go Everything you do is an altar and everything that you do you're worshiping at that altar So the question is how are you worshiping and is it proper worship because if we you look at your Old Testament God burns people up for right. the lack of proper worship right. mm. And if we haven't read our Bibles enough to know that when we sit at altars we sit there and do whatever we want to do You burns people
2: up in the New Testament, too.
1: Uh, Absolutely. What? (laughs) The God of the New Testament does that? So I think there's some correction on what we need to think about when it comes to what education is for. And then when you think about it, then how do you get that type of education? And the people who are teaching you so that you can worship properly all of a sudden becomes extremely important.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So why are the people that are supposed to be doing this acting so threatened and playing defense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think Marcus is right. You know, there is a power play too, right? Yeah, there is a power play. But what do you mean by that?
2: Well, well, there's an idea that if you have that degree, you're part of a status. It's a status symbol. Sure. And once you have that degree, you're part of a circle at the top. I think it's more security than it is
1: power play. Yeah, possibly. You know. Yeah,
2: but 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 it is it is protection sort of. Yeah, that sort
1: of that, I think that comes after you get into the institutions where you have a, um, tenure and stuff like that yeah, that yeah, plays yeah, a yeah. part right. into it. But I think, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you on that. I just there is more about most people going into the workforce are concerned about themselves, about being able to provide long term for the people that they yeah. love, their but families.
2: I think I think my question is that so there was a tweet uh from someone who's in the academic system, I won't I won't say their name, but they were saying, "What if you got a PhD degree, PhD degree online, and then uh, you taught students, and then they got a PhD degree online, and then and then and then you taught online, and then it just got cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, and she was saying that it devalues the education system." Right. No, this it, and devalues the their product, but right. not the it's system itself. That's, that's <laughs> exactly right. Their so, image. So my yeah. question is, like, it benefits a company to get their price cheaper, yeah, to get the pro- price of their product cheaper. But in the education system, it's a complete opposite. But they f- they seem as if the value is when it's higher, when we provide um, That's because we're know, not talking about education all right now anymore.
1: Things. Now, what we're talking about is free market economics now. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, now we're not talking that's about edu- th- You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we're, we're talking about, you know, is the, are we now, with the technology that we have, able to lower the price of education so more people can get educated? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we of can. Course.
0: We uh, didn't lower the value. We lowered the benefit of going to universities.
1: Because a professor now can teach one thing, and it can be cycled for...
0: We've de-siloed the information that once was held in these universities, yeah. where these people could have the audacity to say, like, hey, I have this knowledge. you got to come learn to me. It's no longer like that because of technology. has dispersed that. But at the same time, because we are not in a free market.
1: Uh, we're doing a live show here, guys.
0: Yeah, sorry. That was uh, Toby Sumter and Jamaican Gabe being extremely rude. I'm sorry. Just give us like a few more minutes for me to have a legitimate show, guys. Please. Thank you. <laughs>
1: that was actually extremely rude.
2: That's
0: quite enough. So, but at the same time, because of government <laughs> intervention, as, va- as the benefit has gone down, cost has gone up. And yeah, so there's been inverted value. True. And that's why you see certain colleges even here that are giving the first year away free, giving big discounts is because they can no longer compete on value but they're trying to compete on price and I think they're getting nervous and they're getting scared because they're seeing their their relevance
1: well when you when you decide to spend multi-million dollars on sports teams multi-million dollars on facilities multi-million dollars on golf courses and resorts for your college students and you see somebody competing with you you can stay at home in your bed and hey, get don't an forget
2: don't forget the ski slopes In ski slopes <laughs> you, 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 you start guarding your institution
1: a little differently mm-hmm. because the competition is fierce yeah. right, right right
0: all right so i guess we're getting cut off any uh, last words about the business of education
1: yeah just get a christian one get a christian if you're, one you're a christian get a christian education yeah.
0: Yeah. And if you're married what is it how's it go if
1: you're single get married if you're married have kids if you have kids go baptize them yeah
0: Thank you for listening, Marcus. Thank you for coming on this yeah. show. Of course, uh, Chocolate Nuts. I, I
1: love the show. Thank I love you being so here. much. Thank I appreciate
0: you. the kind words. Now yeah, let's brother. go out and be successful together. God bless.